Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. We continue now and, you know, we all have um, debit orders um, and if we're paying for the car, the house, school, insurance, there's a debit order attached to everything these days. I personally hate them. There are some you can avoid if you pay up front for the entire duration of the loan, for example, some, uh, but, you know, some like insurances, they're just unavoidable. And for every debit, there is a cost. And this varies amongst the different financial institutions and organizations. But have you ever looked at the cost of those debit orders bouncing? So I was going to be talking to Maya Fisher-French, but we're battling together on the line. I do have Frank Maguegue, who's the Managing Director of Thrive Financial Services. Frank, it's so good to talk to you again. Thank you. Good evening, Sunisa, and good evening to Afropolitans. And we have quite an important topic this evening, given the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just, I mean, a lot of people are missing these debit orders. I've also, you know, suffered this, you know, purely because sometimes the, you know, the insurance company would probably put the debit order um, through a bit early without, you know, I had this issue. I had it. I wouldn't name the institution. I was very upset. But I mean, yeah, but, you know, if your, if your money is, if your salary is not in there as yet and this debit order goes through and it bounces, it becomes it becomes my problem effectively because I have to pay for that. And what a wonderful introduction, Sunisa. I like the fact that you're saying if my salary is not there, or in other words, if there is no money in the bank account, mm. and then what follows are these um, bouncing debit orders. So there are two points that I'd like to cover given the intro that you've given. Number one is Afropolitan and consumers in general, it's important for them to understand what is a debit order. Mm-hmm. A debit order is a legal or contractual agreement between the consumer and a, serv- a service provider for goods or services rendered. You spoke about insurance, for example, mm-hmm. or you bought a car mm-hmm. through finance from a bank, or you bought furniture, for example, or you have, um, whether it's a life insurance policy, or your medical aid, any of those. What happens is in that contractual obligation, you promise to pay. In fact, you don't promise to pay. You promise to have funds available mm. in your bank account on your chosen date. And then when that debit order runs and that money is deducted, then you have paid for those services, right? So it's very important to make sure that there is money in that account so that you fulfill your obligation. Because I often talk to clients who don't realize the importance of choosing that debt. You know, mm-hmm. financial institutions or any provider never just unilaterally chooses the debt. They'll ask you, would you like to be on the first? Would you like it to be on the 15th? Or what debt would you like the debit order to run? That is because you are responsible for ensuring that there are funds on that debt that you have and of course, if there is no fund, there are those consequences of fees that you uh, you have mentioned in your introduction to me. Mm. 
So, you know, when we when we look at what we've been going through now, right, with COVID-19, right. so many people, you know, so many companies have put their staff on half pay. Now yeah. you have a string of debit orders. They all come to just hypothetically maybe like 25,000 yeah. rand and you've been put on half pay and you're getting 20,000 rand in the account. Something is going to bounce. Absolutely. And there, Sunitza, banks and financial services companies in general in South Africa, they have been quite understanding regarding the, um, the pandemic to an extent that they say to their customers, should you find yourself unable to honor your debit orders for whatever reason you have been put on half pay or you are not earning, earning anything at all or unfortunately you may have lost your job they are opportunities for payment holidays you know for example uh, there are opportunities for negotiating with your bank because they've all put forward payment relief programs this starting point is personal responsibility that says I have an obligation to make sure that none of my debit orders bound. But I know it's going to happen because I no longer have adequate income. Therefore, the first step is to approach the institution that runs those debit orders, whether it's where you bought your car, whether it's your medical aid, whether it's short-term insurance, and explain the situation to them and take advantage of these payment relief programs. Because unfortunately, at the end of the day, the consumer is still responsible for paying mm. whatever they agree to pay monthly, irrespective of they are now getting, you know, a half a salary or no salary at all. So the consumer has to be very active, inform the financial institution or whatever the provider is. It could even be a phone provider, for example. That's step one. Step two, take advantage of the payment relief programs that have been offered. And what I would like to emphasize there to the Afropolitans and to Nitra is that the payment relief programs, they are not automatic. What do I mean by that? The consumer, the Afropolitan out there, has to actively approach the bank to say, I would like to participate in your payment relief program. Mm. They don't automatically put consumers on that. So two steps that are important. Contact your service provider, step one. Take advantage of the payment relief programs that financial service providers have put forward for South African consumers. You know, Frank, in every time we talk, and I think every week on the show, it is it always comes up. It's just so important that we always have a conversation. Do not stay quiet. Do not wait. Do not wait till it becomes a problem. Go and ask or say something so that you can get the ball rolling or you can find out more information so you not you don't find yourself in a predicament later. Absolutely. And of course, as a, you know, a certified financial planner, I do know talking to consumers and talking to customers that there is a little bit of, of, of shame. There is a little bit of, um, you know, uh, sort of secrecy around money. People don't like to openly talk about money. So they said that now I cannot afford to cover all my debit orders or I'm having, you know, half a salary or whatever the consequences of COVID-19 have been on the consumer. You tend to find that consumers procrastinate and it's not that they don't want to, 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 they don't want help. They're just embarrassed to pick up the phone and say, this is my situation. I need to get help by participating, for example, in the payment relief program. So what I'd like to say is consumers need to weigh the following. If you do not act, what are the consequences of the bouncing debit orders? There's mm-hmm. really three big consequences to nature. 
The first one is the following, is that banks still do charge you anything from 50 rands up to 80. I've seen debit orders where consumers have been charged 80 rands, it's then and there was no money, right? So banks have not waived fees for bouncing debit orders. So number one, for consumers to understand, you are responsible, and if you do nothing about it, then you'll be accumulating those fees related to uh, bouncing debit orders, number one. Number two, perhaps, even more important to me, bouncing debit orders has a huge negative consequence on um, credit report. What is a credit report? It's a history of how a consumer manages credit, whether they are paying for their car or they are paying for their home loan. And so, by the debit order bouncing, you are sending information to the credit bureau that the funds were not available, which means you are a person who doesn't honor your obligation. When that debit order bounces, the information to a credit bureau is automatic. No money in the account, Standard Bank, FNB, whoever runs those, pushes the information straight away to the credit bureau. So there was no money. And it will reflect on the credit reports that debit order bounce and it affects your credit score. So that's a second and probably more important reason to proactively address the issue of um, not having adequate funds to cover your debit orders. The third, Sumitra, I guess is the, I would call it the financial stress maybe, that's just associated with the fact that you don't have the funds, you have not done anything about it. If the debit order bounces, what happens? The providers of loans, if it's a car loan or home loan, they start calling you, try to find out you know, what, what, what's happening, and those calls can be quite stressful. And on top of that, you are accumulating money that you don't have in those fees that are associated with uh, with uh, uh, bouncing debit order. So overall, by not acting, the consumer or the Afropolitan out there, you're really increasing unnecessarily your financial stress. Yeah, I think I think you summed it up really well, uh, Frank. Um, you know, there's a short-term cost that is the everyday cost of missing, uh, uh, you know, a payment of that uh, yes. debit order bouncing that can add up if there's two or three debit orders that have bounced. Yes. And then there's a long-term cost. I mean, I think you brought up such an important point about your credit report because that's how they assess your behavior. They want to see how you pay for things. So these are really important things that you have to look at. So Afropolitans, what you need to do is maybe look at your bank statement and calculate. If it's not on there, you need to phone the bank and find out how much it costs you for each debit order. You need to find out what kind of package you're on with the bank because some of them offer you these packages where everything is included, um, you know, unlimited debit orders and things and then there's a, a, a monthly amount that you have to pay or if it's each debit order has a cost so whether you have five or ten or whatever they have each one has an individual cost to it and then you also need to find out from the bank how much does it cost me if there's a bounced debit order so you know these are very important because it could save you a couple of hundreds every month um, and this is money that you don't want to lose so it's really really important for you to look into these things Frank, thank you so much. As always, it's always great to talk to you. Thank you so much for answering our questions and giving us those insights. Frank Maguire is the Managing Director of Thrive Financial Services.
My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. Rewinding, Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.